Colorado Preps. Kevin Schaefer with your Colorado Preps cast. The third installment of our podcast series on the upcoming state volleyball tournament with a focus on Class 1A. That event joins the rest of the tournaments in getting underway on Thursday early morning, 8 o'clock for the first match. Again, four first-round matches of teams outside the top four and winners from the first match. They move on to a second contest later in the day against one of the top four seeds, and that's your first day of activity. Again, with this double elimination format, losers of those first-round matches are still alive to make the state championship as they will come back on Friday and play another team that came up short in the afternoon in the first of elimination games. Again, double elimination until we get to the final four and one Once we decide the semifinals, then we move into a single elimination bracket for those three contests on Saturday. Now, 1A shapes up to be quite a bit of fun this year, to be honest with you. Kid Carson is the two-time defending state champs. And over the past two years and some other teams before them, we've had one, maybe two, that have been heavily favored to land the title. Now, the Wildcats are again in the mix this year, but there are several teams with serious state championship thoughts. It's a very good and, more importantly, a very deep field that involves teams that are used to fighting for the title and a few new clubs that could make a push. Our report is presented by Napa Auto Parts and Bank of Colorado, and we first look at the top five seeds, all of which which we feel could end up with the championship again coming up on Saturday night. Let's start at the top with the number one seed, Marino Rams, 25-2. and They lost to Briggsdale in their season opener and Fleming in the final week before districts, but again through the rest of the year, Perfect, And again, they avenge both those losses in the postseason in the district tournament. In fact, beat Briggsdale twice and again in regionals and then Fleming in the district bracket as well. Ton of quality wins on their resume. They beat Haxton twice, Otis twice, Lyman, Wiggins, and Yuma from the 2A field. So again, put all that together and you have seven wins over uh, state tournament teams. They are the lower Platte League champ and they swept Briggsdale and Flatirons Academy in regional play. Three very good hitters up front. Senior Brooke Mertens with 335 kills. Sophomore Tysa Conger with 317. And another senior, Lauren Fritzler, has 155. They have 300 aces as a team from the back line. 82 from Madison Suter and also 65 from uh, Faith Trinkle. Trinkle also leads with 402 digs. Ainsley Powell has 380 and Mertens at 343. Sutter just needs 93 assists at the state tournament to reach 1,000 for the season. She has over 2,300 for her career. She is just a junior. Team made the semifinals last year. They were tied with Kit Carson, the eventual champs, at one game apiece and then dropped the final two games, 25-12 and 25-20, to be eliminated. Overall, Marino has 10 state championships in their long and storied history. That's third most in the state, but the last one came in 2001. They would like to end that dry spell coming up later this week. As mentioned, number two, Kit Carson, the Wildcats, a two-time state champs. They went 50 Five and one over the previous two years, and they're at a state tournament for an eighth straight year. They have almost a new roster this year, but still very much alive for the title. They sit at 22 and two with losses to Levita and Genoa Hugo. They actually split with the Pirates, and both losses came in five sets. Otherwise, they dropped just four sets. The rest of the year, they have good wins over Lyman, Springfield, Simla, Yuma, and Wiley, who are all at the state tournament this week in various classes. Now, the last couple of years, they've been very experienced. Again, as we said at the top, 
A new roster here with basically one senior. That's Raina Eisenbar, 216 kills. She leads the team, but she also leads the club with 423 assists, so she's very active at the back and also up front. Junior Callie Booker-Rady has 170 kills. She's second on the list. Allison Geckler and sophomore Stephanie Frama also with at least 120 kills this year. So again, good depth, but young depth up front. They beat Eads and Springfield in the regional tournament, and they stretch their winning streak to five. Now, other teams players to watch for Kid Carson. Tyler Randall, 548 digs and again Booker Rady with 292 on the defensive side. Genoa Hugo's in our group of five that could contend for the state championship. Pirates 22-2. Runner-up to Lyman in the combined Union Pacific League. That's a 2A-1A conference. They lost to the Badgers in five there and then as we said, split with Kid Carson and that late win over the Wildcats again put them in the group of five as uh, one of the teams to watch in the state tournament of the top five they probably have the least recognition. They lost a three-set tournament game to the Wildcats earlier and then came back to beat Kid Carson in five sets later in the year. In regionals, they moved past Pikes Peak, Christian, and Otis in three sets, and they've won 11 straight now since that first loss to Kid Carson. They beat Otis twice, Wiley, and again split with the Wildcats. Riley Smart, 455 kills this year, almost 1,100 over the past three years. Gloria Carr has 255 kills and 270 two digs. That's second on the team in both. Mindy Carr is the team leader defensively, 325 digs, and Tessa Smith has 692 assists. A lot of juniors and seniors on the roster that have played since their freshman year. Fleming Wildcats, 24-3. They're in the state tournament for a 14th consecutive year. They lost to Briggsdale in the season opener, beat Marino on October 24th, then lost at La Vida the next night in three, and lost to Marino again in districts, but they have beaten Briggsdale twice since that opening loss. In regionals, it was quick work over Bellevue Christian and Front Range Baptist. They allowed just 43 points to Bellevue Christian and then just 37 to Front Range Baptist. It's a very young roster, not a senior of the bunch. Six of them are freshmen. Depth is a little bit of concern. There's not a lot of numbers here, and they could play several high-level and intense long matches over a three-day tournament, so we'll see how they stack up. Now, one of the freshmen is a leading hitter in Callie Kirkwood. She has 379 kills this year. Junior leader is Kendall Kirkwood. She's a team leader with 708 assists and also third in kills with 131 and third on the team in digs with 288. Sophomore Whitney Chintala, also a very good hitter, 330 kills. She had over 530 as a freshman. She's second on the team this year and also the team leader in digs with 439. Now we said the Wildcats have been there quite a bit and they've also won once they get to Denver. They have six state championships. That's tied for seventh all-time with Cheyenne Mountain and Colorado Springs Christian. All six of those titles are relatively recent, all since 2007. They went back-to-back twice in that stretch, and their last crown coming in 2016. La Vida Redskins, they're the fifth seed, uh, 24-1 this year. They've been in the championship mix really the last five years. 128 wins overall in that stretch, just six losses, and most of them have occurred at the state tournament. They have made it all the way to the state championship last year, actually led Kit Carson in game three and let that one slip away and then dropped the fourth set and the match 3-1. Their only loss this year to Sangre de, uh, Sangre de Cristo in the district tournament. They had beaten them 11 straight 
great times, including the conference matchup this year before that loss. But again, on their resume, good wins over Kid Carson and Fleming, so they've already beaten two of the top four seeds. In the regionals, they had to travel to Dove Creek. They beat the Bulldogs and North Park to advance and didn't drop a set. Naya Shaka, 309 kills. Desi Ortiz, 285 kills. They are both veterans and have experience at the state tournament level. No other player, though, has more than 49 kills, so teams can kind of stack up against those two hitters. Mary Goins, 591 assists. The rest of the team has 94, so again, she's the key along the back. Ariana Flores with 263 digs and four others with at least 120, so again, there's pretty good depth for the Redskins in their top six. Now, those are the top top five seeds in the bracket and as we mentioned all have a chance in our mind to land the 2019 crown so just getting to the semifinals will be tough some others could also join the mix and we'll look at the rest of the bracket that's next after this word from bank of colorado and napa auto parts napa now at napa auto parts stores and napa auto care centers buy a two-pack of night vision brilliant headlamps and get a pair of pro former wiper blades free because when you put safety first your equipment shouldn't be second rate so upgrade to Napa Night Vision Brilliant Headlamps and get a pair of Proformer wiper blades free. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. Some restrictions apply. While supplies last, offer ends 12-31-19. What makes Colorado special? It's the mountain peaks and the ones driven to reach higher. It's the communities and the ones who make them unique. It's the sunny days and the ones who make the most of them. Colorado is a state unlike any other because its people are one of a kind. And we're the local bank that treats you that way. Bank of Colorado. There's only one. Member FDIC. Now, if this was early in the season, we would have likely placed Briggsdale in with the top clubs as they beat both Marino and Fleming in early September, but since they've lost to both clubs, so we dropped them a bit into the next group. Again, they opened with a loss to 2A qualifier Union Colony Prep, but then won five straight before a loss to Prairie, and they went on to beat them twice in the season. They do have quality wins over Marino, Haxton, and Fleming, but as we said, they all came early, and then they lost to both those clubs later on in the year, but their battle test but maybe those results later in the year put them outside the top group where we have them. They opened the tournament with a familiar foe in Haxton. They swept them 2-0 in an early season tournament. They have a big hitter in Kimberlyn Christ, and when she's on, this is a tough out. 452 kills, second straight year with at least 400. She has 1,300 kills on her career. She's also good defensively, second on the team with 489 digs. Team leader there is Shelby Hoffman at 724. Kylie Christ is soft Moore has 261 kills. She's second on the team, and Courtney Kreiss has 114. It's a good team at the service line, 232 aces, and they spread it out a little bit. Five players have at least 30. Talia Donahoe, also a key. She has 772 assists, has 1,170 in her two years at Briggsdale, but she was also a member and a key contributor for Dayspring Christian on the two-way level when they won the 2016 state championship. She played the first two years there and has moved 
move back to Briggsdale for her final two. South Baca, the Patriots out of extreme southeast Colorado, they are the number seven seed. They are 20-4, and four, and we're going to group them together with Springfield and Sangre de Cristo. They're seeded eighth and ninth, and all three of these teams have juniors and seniors that have played three and four years of varsity volleyball uh, as their leaders. So again, they have experience, maybe not much on the state tournament level. South Baca, the district champs after upsetting Springfield in the finals. Then they were upset by Wiley in regionals and had to settle for a wild card berth. They had won six straight before the loss to Wiley. They started the season 5-0, and then lost a league game to Springfield, then won four in a row before a loss to a team out of Kansas. They also fell to Levita 2-0 at the McClave tournament and then the loss to Wiley in the regionals. Uh, again, juniors and seniors took some lumps as freshmen and sophomores. They're led by Alyssa Hebert, 200 28 kills. Alyssa Wilson, 211, 252 aces as a group for the Patriots, 61 from Hebert and 51 from Delaney Eskew. Eskew has 271 assists, but she shares time there with Patience Crane. She has 228 assists, so again, it's a good roster, and they've had success in other sports as well. Likewise for Springfield, their record is 16-6. and They're the Arc Valley champs, stumbled in districts with the loss to South Bach, and that forced them on the road to regionals where they fell short to Kid Carson, but they they still earn a ticket as a wild card, and they're the third team to do so on that list. They have two losses overall to Kid Carson, also fell to 2A Holly, 3A Swink, 2A Swink, and then the district lost to South Baca. Overall, they're 4-3 and three against teams in the tournament. They play Sangre de Cristo in the opening round, so that's a pretty good matchup for them. Julia Mondragon, 180 kills. She leads the team. Lexi Crane next at 161. Kylie Parks at 134. All are seniors, but again, varsity players at a high level since their freshman campaign. Parks also has 266 digs to lead the team in that category. Brylin Dukes is a junior. She's next with 201. Crane and another junior, Peyton Arbuthnot, about 50-50 in assists, so they share the center's role, and they combine for nearly 50 assists on the year. Sangre de Cristo, 19-6 again. Uh, as we mentioned, the same with Springfield and South Baca. The names we talk about have been there since their freshman year. They gained some confidence, we feel, with that district title win over Levita. It gave them the right to host regionals, and they advanced then by beating Cotopaxi and Norwood. And again, that was the first win, I think, for the seniors over the Redskins in their career. They do have a couple of losses to bigger schools, such as 3A number 3 Alamosa and La Junta, a team that was seeded 13th in the 3A bracket. So they played some quality teams. Also fell to 2A John Mall and Del North, and their 1A losses to Levita and Springfield, but they've won their last six. Don't have complete stats on the team, but four players are in triple figure figures in kills. Avery Palmgren, Lexi Metz, Mackenzie Rogers, and Ashley Mortensen in that group. Renee Sinclair is the top setter, 432 assists. Otis is the 10th seed in the bracket at 16-8. and eight. They're the final wall card, so they almost didn't qualify, and that would have been weird not to have the Bulldogs in the bracket. They, of course, have been to Denver many, many years and often compete for a state championship and obviously have won some state titles uh, over the years. They got the nod as the last wild card over 21-2 Dove Creek, and probably the reason the tough schedule, the difference getting to the Bulldogs, they've lost to Marino twice. Genoa Hugo, they've dropped two to Wiggins, also lost to Prairie, Briggsdale, and Hexton. 
all of that bunch except Prairie in the state tournament this week. They beat Haxton in the regular season, but then lost to them in districts, which forced them to go on the road to Genoa Hugo in regionals, where they came up short there. Now, Becca Bleak, probably their top player. She leads the team with 376 kills. Anthonia Shafford is next with 185. Both, though, have played heavy minutes since their freshman years, and both are very experienced juniors. Another one is Annalisa Glosson, 500 assists. That's the most on the team. One of the lone seniors is Rachel Patterson, 545 digs to lead the team there. Haxton, 14-10 uh, as the 11th seed, second straight trip to the state tournament, and a long road here. They opened up 0-3 and 4-6 and overall, but 10-4 and since those early struggles. They have a tough slate, so their record is misleading as well. They compete in the lower plat, so they have losses to Marino, Yuma, and Wiggins there, but scored a good win over Sedgwick County. The Cougars also made the, or almost made the 2A bracket. They did lose to Fleming on October 22nd, but they've won six straight, so they enter on their best streak of the season. Got that win, as we mentioned, over Otis in districts. Actually trailed two zip, but then won in five, and that earned them the right to host. They beat Stratton Liberty and Elbert last week, and that five-setter over Stratton Liberty. So again, it wasn't easy to get here, even though they were at home for the regional round. Sierra Schilling, the key up front, 300 kills. Allie Thompson has half that number, and Brooklyn Davis a, a third, so there's some good depth up front. Five players have between 190 and 265 digs. Leader is Thompson at 264. Davis next at 244. Taylor Schramm, the main setter, 395 assists. Last team in the bracket is the 12th seed, Wiley Panthers, 16-9. and We saved them for last because they're used to waiting to get things. It's the longest route to the state tournament of any 1A qualifier. They were forced to complete in a play-in game just to make the district field. They qualified there and then won their first two matches at regionals, beating Chiron and South Baca to earn a spot. So that's a good bounce back. And they're coming off a year where they won just 10 games after making the 2017 state tournament. And again, they've been battling all year long. They do get a tough draw. They take on LaVita, and they lost to them in their last appearance in pool play back in 2017. Overall, the Panthers just 1-6 and six against the tournament field. They had lost twice to South Baca during the regular season, but again, they won the important one as they knocked them out in districts. Demi Wollard is a good-looking sophomore. She was not on the team that made the state tournament two years ago, so this is her first tourney trip. She leads the squad with 200 kills. Tara Weber is next with 120. 20, and also the team leader in assists at 179. Defensively, Macy Rowan, one of the best in the state, 745 digs. So as you can see, we've got a very good field in Class 1A, and again, five, six, maybe seven teams with a good chance to make it to the state semifinals, and once you get there, anything can happen. Of course, we'll have complete coverage of all the matches on nfhsnetwork.com. You can watch all the games through a live video stream, and we'll update results and brackets, obviously, at Colorado preps.com. Our podcast is presented by Bank of Colorado and Napa Auto Parts. We appreciate you joining us. I'm Kevin Schaefer.